0: You know the vibes.
1: <laughs> no, no. No, Mo. No, Mo. No, Mo. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. You know Give the vibes. No, no, Mo, I didn't call you. All okay. game. I didn't call you. <laughs> no, no, no. Give it to me, Mo. Give it to me. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Mo. <laughs> hey, hey, Mo. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep that energy, Mo. Mo. Keep that energy. <laughs> Bobby Portis
0: has taken away all my energy because you know the vibes. We're we'll back for another episode of the Hoop Genius podcast, presented by NBA 2K22. And you know the vibes. I'm living in pain. The Boston Celtics once again <laughs> ripped my heart away with a nail biting loss against the Milwaukee Bucks. And BJ has been waiting for hours to talk about it. And to make things even worse, I had to sit there and watch a blowout loss from the Golden State Warriors. I think it was like 40 points they lost by. So it wasn't even good enough to distract me. I don't even remember half what happened in the Warriors game, except for for them getting destroyed, because I was so mad about the Boston Celtics' lack of rebounds. All you had to do was get one rebound, and you couldn't do it, and you lost the game. If you missed the game, it was a fantastic game. One of the best games I've watched in a long time. BJ, would you agree?
1: One of the best games i mean it's it's it's, all i can say is it's an instant classic facts this has been this has been one of the better series i've seen facts okay regardless of time period whatever this is but this tonight's game was a classic if you want to know what playoff basketball is all about in the modern era just take a look at this game here game five wow Mm. Wow, I can't wait to take a deep dive. Mo, let's get into it. You know, Golden State, they lost, they were down by 52. That's all you need to know. They, they got let's get the game six I, I want to talk yeah, about Golden go State. Go. They got
0: whooped. Yeah. Golden State and three-one leads ain't a good match, but let's talk about Boston. You know, the first quarter, Milwaukee were in the lead. And then throughout the second and third quarters, Boston really put their mark on the game. They were up double digits, doing their thing. The defense was swarming the Bucks out Horford. Was giving Giannis all sorts of problems. He was forcing him out of paint. He was stripping the ball off him. The Celtics were getting out and running in transition. And then, with about six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, I knew Boston were going to lose
1: the game. Oh wow! What did you see, Mo? It put us in, but because put us in. What did, what did you? What did you see?
0: When you get down the stretch in a game, in a, in a playoff game in particular, the game slows down a lot. And you go and give the ball to your superstars and you trust them to carry you home. Now, you typically see that in the last four minutes or the last two minutes. The Celtics were trying to do that with six minutes left. The beautiful ball movement and the great defense and transition scoring that had got them the lead all of a sudden disappeared. And Jalen Brown and Jason Taylor were taking turns to isolate and try and score, pull up jump shots against the Milwaukee Bucks. And it reminded me of the Boston Celtics of last year before they turned this corner and became a great team. And I knew when that started happening, we had lost the game. Now, I'm not against that because Jalen Brown had an electric, electric period of play, I believe, in the third quarter. He was sourcing them up once again. And Jason Tatum was doing his thing. You know, Jason Tatum finished the game with 34 points. But it was just too early. They were moving lazy. They just stopped playing. And the Milwaukee Bucks... BJ, what do you always say about Giannis? What's he keep doing?
1: He keeps coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They they were relentless. They
0: were pushing the pace. They were pushing the tempo. They were getting stops and getting out in transition. Stan Van Gundy, who seems to have a heart attack every time Giannis shoots the three pointer, he goes crazy and he complains about Giannis shooting the three pointer. Well, guess what? Giannis started scoring the three pointers. That Stan hates him taking so much. So Giannis was hitting threes. And when you know when Giannis is hitting threes, the Bucks are probably going to win because then he just becomes unstoppable, who's finally his shooters. And then we get down to the final 14 seconds of the game. They foul Giannis. Okay. The game is tied. They foul Giannis. Now, Giannis scores his first free throw with credit to him. And before that, actually, before we even get to that, Yannis had blood coming out of his eye as if he'd just been in a boxing match. His face was pouring with blood. And he soldiered through it. It's quite an iconic image. BJ, you said you want to uh you want to. By the way, I, I feel really bad. I, I just realized I said he has he has a heart attack every time he talks about through I didn't realize Stan he actually had a heart attack scare. I really apologize. That sounds awful now. Now, that was true? just, that was a figure of speech. It completely slipped my mind uh, that, that, that Stan had a health scare a few years ago. That slipped my mind. Oh, Apologies. Oh, okay. Apologies. Okay. That, that was just a figure of speech. I did not mean any ill intention with that. But anyway, Giannis goes to the free throw line, makes his first free throw. Okay. And then the Boston crowds go wild. Giannis goes to the line to shoot his second free throw. In fact, the game wasn't even tied at that point. The Celtics were up two. So Giannis hits his first one. They're down one. And he misses the second. And they're trying to corral the rebound. I believe Marcus Smart almost grabbed the rebound and Jalen Brown accidentally knocked it out of his hand. Bobby Portis grabs it and puts it back in. Gave the Bucks a 108 to 107 lead. Celtics call timeout 11.4 left on the clock. They inbound the ball, gets to Marcus Smart, who has his shot blocked by Drew Holiday. And not only does Drew Holiday block the shot, he grabs the ball, and as he's falling out of bounds, he throws it off Marcus Smart's body, out of bounds, so that the Milwaukee Bucks retain possession. Milwaukee Bucks go down the other end, close it out, do what they do. And the Boston Celtics, who should have won this game to take a 3-2 lead and have a chance of closing out the series on the road, instead find themselves down 3-2, going to Milwaukee, where I don't know if the Bucks will lose a game, because this was the game that he was supposed to win. This was the first time all series the Boston Celtics had a lead going into the fourth quarter, and they just went back to old habits. Meanwhile, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 40 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, a block and a steal, 16 of 27 from the field, knocking down three-pointers, blood pouring from his face. There is without a doubt, no dispute. And this is with all due respect to Nikola Jokic, who got his MVP award today in Serbia with his horses. But Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the universe. You can bring an alien from another dimension and I'm putting my money on Giannis. That's how mm. great this guy is. And hes it's not new news, by the way. It's not new news. We've been saying this. We've been saying this for a while. But Giannis is relentless. He never gives up. He never quits. One possession at a time. They're going to wear you down. They're going to chip you away. And credit to Bobby Portis. Now, here was my takeaway from the game, BJ. I realize I've been rambling on for a second. The reason, <laughs> and this is with all due respect to Giannis' is greatest, But the Boston Celtics lost this game on the glass. Milwaukee had 17 offensive rebounds. The Celtics had five. Bobby Portis himself had seven offensive boards, including the one we just discussed that gave the Bucks the game-winning bucket. If you do not rebound, you do not win games. We've been through this millions of times. And this was great from Mike Budenholzer because Bobby didn't really play a lot in the previous game. The Celtics were going with their small ball lineup with just one big man and Al Horford, and then Tatum, Brown, Smart, and Derek White. And it was a very effective lineup. But the one area it's not effective is rebounding. Because when the Bucks put in Giannis, great rebounder, Bobby, great rebounder, and even Brook Lopez, great rebounder, you will not get any boards. And that is where this game was lost by the Boston Celtics. I know Drew Holiday had a heroic block and a save, and Bobby had that rebound. It's the boards that killed the Boston Celtics. So... Moving forward, you can see how much Rob Williams was missed. He missed the second straight game with left knee soreness. He obviously had that surgery on his meniscus. So by only having the one big in the game, the Celtics lost this one. And they did get good contributions from their guys. Daniel Tice was hitting shots in the first half. Derek White played a solid game. Grant Williams, though, zero points. This is a man who put up 21 in a game earlier in the series. Just wasn't enough. As great as the Celtics looked, there was a, a place in the four, in the third quarter where everyone looked, oh, wow, the Celtics are running away with it and they're going to win this series. So, horrible loss. I was devastated. I was so mad. I watched the first half of the Grizzlies game. I don't even know what happened. I was just still mad. You know when I mean? you just sit there in silence, just mad at the world. Just, oh my gosh. This game was so winnable. So winnable. And... You can't afford to slip up against the defending champions, who show true championship DNA. PJ,
1: I know you were
0: smiling. I know you (laughs) were celebrating. No, no, no,
1: no. No smiles, no no celebration. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you. I figured tonight. You know, normally you and I talk during the game. We're texting, WhatsApp, calling during the game. Mo, I didn't call you mm. all game. Mo, I didn't call you all game because you know what, Mo. This was a this was a treat. Mm-hmm. This was this was basketball utopia. I couldn't have, I can't think of a better way on a Wednesday evening to spend my evening than watching this game. Mm-hmm. This was incredible. You know, my little dark secret: there was really no losers in this game. That was a treat. I got up at the my at my kitchen table where I was watching the game, and I started applauding because when you say you want to see some a team play hard, when you want to see everyone leaving on the leave a game and leave it out there on the court. We complain about this guy doesn't want to play this guy, low managing this guy, not playing through. Ju- okay. When you say blood, sweat and tears, literally we saw it. We saw it. Now there was just some amazing plays. All right, let's start with Giannis. Everybody knows where the ball's going. This is a great This is the best defensive team in the NBA right now, the Boston Celtics. They have been for the second half of the season. The man comes in on the road and gives you a 40-piece. Okay? Jason Tatum, 34. Jalen Brown. This kid, Drew Holiday, okay? He has one of the most remarkable defensive plays I've seen. Hmm. I've seen, <laughs>
0: and I and I forgot a find one when when the Celtics had a last-dying chance with no time left, throwing the ball up
1: the court and pokes the ball off my okay. You say coaches, Mo. You you've heard me say this, Mo, quite some time, and I and I said it last night. I said it. I said, in order to win this game, you're going to have to get some unexpected contributions. Bobby Portis. Okay, and Pat, was it, McConaughey? McConaughey, is that how you pronounce it? Pat name? Connington. Pat Connington, yes. <laughs> I mean, those guys came up with double figures on the road. Mm-hmm. Daniel Tice, he showed up. Okay? I can't argue about anything in this game. They left it there. I, literally, I just didn't want the game to end. I, I wanted it to go to overtime. I just wanted to keep it going. Yeah, I, want, and I wish it went to overtime. <laughs> And, and, and here's the thing, though, Mo. Here's the thing. The game's not over. This series is not over. Because let me tell you something about the Celtics. There's no quitting that team. Okay? It's, you know what this reminds me of? Remember that series in the NBA Finals, the Utah Jazz versus the Chicago Bulls? Mm-hmm. The Jazz just had one problem. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. It just got one problem. The Boston Celtics. They, they, listen, the Boston Celtics didn't lose. They just got one partner, one problem. Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the the Boston Celtics did lose. Like they lost this game more than uh, no, 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 won this game. Hey, they hey, threw hey, it away. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The great ones always make it look like it. <laughs> Carl Malone lost the ball. Okay. That's, that's what y'all say. These great players, It's amazing how they always put themselves in position to make these most amazing plays and amazing stories. Giannis kept coming. Mo, I told you before. I said, Mo, Mo, I'm just telling you this. I'm just telling you. Mo, it's been a long time since I looked at a player like this. I'm just telling you, Mo. We got to make room in that and and, and we got to make room on these Mount Rushmore's and all of this. I see a silhouette and make room for somebody new to be argued up there with the greatest of all time. Wow. That's a, that's a big Uh, statement. uh, I'm I'm just telling you, I'm telling, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why I'm saying it. He's an unfinished product and he's doing this. Mm -hmm. When he gets A consistent jump shot, not a three ball, not a one-legged fadeaway, not a go-to move. When he just gets a consistent jump shot, Mo, these 40s will be 60-point effort. Mo, it's been a long time since I've seen a man that just keeps on coming. He's all wrong for everybody and anybody who want to talk about how you're going to stop him. Mo. The man just keeps on coming. (laughs) Mo, I'm just telling y'all right now. I'm telling y'all right now. I'm not going to wait two years from now, three years from now. We better make room for the argument. Giannis is going to be in that conversation. Knock on wood, he stays healthy. Mm -hmm. Mo, because the man has something inside of him that won't allow him to give anything less than 110 percent and mo he keeps getting better and better and mo i i i I really look i don't think you can defend him any better this is what's crazy to me like mo you you, you know you, you'll see like man they did a really good job they stopped him the da 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 or they could him down he just keeps mo he just keeps on like you know you're like Okay, last game, right? He looked tired. Didn't he look tired to you at the end of the yeah. game last He looked tired, but he's never tired. Mo he will at outwork the end of the quarter. Mo, he looked tired to me. You like, man, maybe they just wearing him down all these bodies. They put Al Horford on it, then they put Grant Williams on it, and then they go Marcus Smart. And then oh, he comes out today and he's like, Okay. And Mo, he's not even a three-point shooter. And he be shooting it in clutch situations with no hesitation. So you know what that lets me know, Mo? He's mm. working on his game. 100%. 100%. And Mo? Because they're going to start falling.
0: I always say they're going to start falling. And tonight in the fourth, start falling.
1: Mo, I, 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 I'm just simply amazed with his mentality. And I keep saying, you better beat him now. Because when the season is over with, while everybody else is making Instagrams and making TikTok <laughs> videos <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Mo. That man, I know what he's doing when he, he stays goes back home. in the, the res- lab.
0: He stays Mo. in the lab.
1: No, no, more. He ain't staying in there, Mo. He working in the lab. Now mm-hmm. I'm just telling y'all now. I'm telling, I'm telling this generation now. You better join him. Cause he's coming. That's all I can say about the man. I don't have nothing else to say. I'm gonna leave that man alone. <laughs> I'm not go, hey, hey Mo, Mo. Now, I, I know Al should have got all of his flowers, what he did in game Oh,
0: oh no, but, no, but we do have to talk about one thing. That put back dunk from Al Horford. Fantastic.
1: He flew. Oh. I have
0: never seen him fly like that.
1: It was crazy amazing al has been amazing give me what you got big fella get al was amazing this is what i'm telling you al has been incredible it's just this guy is like who is this guy <laughs> no i i just and here's what i know mo here's what i know he didn't come to this series to get three wins can't get full he coming to finish the deal Bo, he's even better when he, when he, Bo, he tasted blood tonight, literally. He tasted it tonight. (laughs) don't
0: make me bleed my own blood.
1: (laughs) Bo, Bo, the man is willing to go to whatever lengths necessary to win this game. He's a dog. Hey, Bo, I'm just, hey, I, I just can't wait to watch the game and just keep it coming. Because you know what? This is beautiful. And, and and Mo, I, I, I purposely I didn't call you. It's nothing for me to say. I didn't even know what I was gonna say today. This isn't like, oh man, I'm feeling good about it. Mo, you know what? I, I was a little sad that the game ended. That was such a beautiful game. but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Man, I
0: I love Giannis. He's one of my favorite players. If outside of the Boston Sox, he's probably my favorite player in the world. I just wish he was playing against anyone else except for my team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I agree with you, Mo. I agree with you, but I do know this in your heart: you have an appreciation for excellence.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. You have to
1: appreciate true. this young man's ability, no matter what kind of fan you are. No way, this man right here. When when you say warrior. Well you better put somewhere in that definition put his name because he is he is honing in mo with a couple more of these team championships by his name mo he will be in that conversation yeah and I'm going to tell you something right now mo he's got a chance he's got a chance mo to be in the conversation, if he continues to do this, because I'm telling you right now, this was a legendary game. This is one of these games that Mo, you and I are gonna be like talking about five, ten years. We saw this. You saw, and Mo, in five or ten years, he'll he'll he'll, he'll you know he'll still be playing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the scary part. <laughs> that Mo, he'll still be playing. And guess what, Mo? by all accounts, he'll still be very, very effective in this league because his skill is going to eventually get to that place because you can see it now. Right now, it's just that raw athleticism. Like, Bo, we need to make that – we need to put that, you know, shook one's music to one of the videos right now. You know (laughs) what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what I'm saying? You know what I
0: mean? Here's one thing, though. I I was watching this game. And, you know, Giannis was great, 40 points. And it went down to the wire. But I couldn't help myself with thinking, this series would be so much easier for Milwaukee if they just still had P.J. Tucker. Because then I don't think the games would even be as close as they are. Because the the Sox are just taking advantage of Grayson Allen, abusing him every time he switches on to Brown or Tame. And offensively, he offers three-point shooting. Defensively, he offers not really anything. And if they just had P.J. there to take that spot, I think the Bucs would have already won this series. That's my honest opinion. As much as I love the Boston Celtics, I think the Bucs would already be waiting in the Eastern Conference Finals if they still have P.J. Tucker. So for the Bucs fans, hopefully that doesn't come back to haunt you because he would be perfect
1: in this matchup, especially but, but, against Tatum. But I can't let you get away with that without saying the following. There's the business of basketball, and then there's the basketball Business. Hey, if the that, owners want to save would, that money, by all means save your coin. Mo, Mo. We all know that the business has to match the basketball. It's not about saving money. This is just what it is. Just what it is. Now, when you have Giannis, you have Drew, you have Middleton. Lopez, you got body, Lopez. It's just what it is, Mo. It's just what it is. Now, and it's very unfortunate, but you know what, Mo? As they say, the show must go on. Show must go on. And right now, it's it just what it is, Mo. Right now, you got to play with what you got. Every, every team can say this is what we need, and what you—that's that, the business we're in. So it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is, though.
0: I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. But we do have to talk, you know, talking about great players. There was something that came up today that I want to get your opinion on, and it was uh, Charles Barkley, one of your former mm-hmm. adversaries, Chuck, the, the Chuck Wagon,
1: the Chuck yep,
0: Wagon, yep, yep. But uh, he was on a podcast and um, he had some interesting things to say about the dream team. And it's caused a lot of debate across social media. And um, a lot of people have been discussing, and I want to get your opinion because you know, all these guys you played with or against them. Charles Barkley declared he was the second best player on the 1992 dream team that featured Jordan magic bird and all the other guys. He says, Jordan was the only guy better than him. And I wanted to get your take on it.
1: When you say the only guy better than him, okay, are we saying career? Are we saying at that, that time, season?
0: That 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 time at That's, the 92 Olympics in their training days. sessions on that team? I I I agree with Charles.
1: I okay. agree with the Chuck Wagon.
0: Why? it's
1: not I don't agree with him. He was. The Chuck Wagon was. I mean, it, it's there was I don't think there was even a debate like everyone who played everyone who played in that in that era when it was right around that era where Charles left if i remember correctly he left philly and he was going to to phoenix he had like a two or three year window where the chuck wagon was i think he won an mvp i remember we played a won it in 93 yeah he won it in yeah, 93 yeah we were yeah he 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 um, won the MVP, he went to the NBA finals, they had a really good team, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson, all those guys, Mark West, Cedric Chabalas. The Chuck Wagon was, w- w- without question, you say why? He was an unstoppable force. He, was a, he could post up anybody. You couldn't put a big on him, he was too fast. You couldn't put a small on him. He was too big, too strong, too athletic. You couldn't double him with the big, he would we couldn't double him with the small because he would power right through you. Chuck had a little nastiness to him, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, he wasn't a dirty player. He was just he was just nasty. You know what I mean? He was the type of guy. You no, know, I was friends with the Chuck, you know, I was friends with the Chuck Wagon, but he would knock you down. Tough. He, we were he, he had all the toughness. He could shoot, rebound with the best of them. Chuck was really only about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, tops. He could d- rebound the ball, push it out, under control, pass it. He, he could do it all. Like he was just, a, un- the only thing in his game which didn't allow him to be better than Jordan at that particular time was he couldn't defend and dominate the game on the defensive end, but he would always defensively rebound. Now he was a, he would, I would say the only thing, he was an average defender. All right. But outside of that, he had a two or three year window where without question, without question, he was in the top three. I don't care what list you had. I don't care if you didn't like him, whatever. He was top three. All right. And that, that includes, Dream that includes David Robinson, that includes Michael Jordan, and every everybody else is playing in that era, without question, no doubt about it. Now, for, for all of us who played against him, we saw it and we know what the real. He Carl Malone was in that era. All these guys, Charles was that good. He was that, and and when and people don't give him credit for you know, basketball IQ, Charles knew how to play. He knew how to manipulate the game. He knew how to pass. He could do it all exceptional athlete as far as his size. And the thing that made him so special was he didn't even have big hands. He was doing this with two hands. He couldn't like, you know, like Michael and all of these guys grabbed the Mm -hmm. ball. One. Charles was just, he, he didn't matter if he played against a big guy, strong guy, Fast guy, Charles was, a, you know, talk about the craziest.
0: Zion. The craziest part of Charles Buckley is he did all of this with a belly button full of Vaseline, in which he would dip his finger and put the Vaseline on his lips during a game, because well, he I, didn't want to have crusty lips on TV. That might be the well, funniest I, I, thing that, he's ever said.
1: Well, that, you know, uh, ch- ch- you know, let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, it, 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 you know. Doing, you know, I, I'm not surprised, but I can't
0: confirm he said, or he, deny. No, no, that. he said it. He said, yeah. Okay, didn't I didn't want to be on TV confirm.
1: with crusty lips. Well, <laughs> and then you He'd, know what? he'd go is, in at half time
0: yeah. and refill his belly button with Vaseline.
1: Okay, that, <laughs> it, it, it. I'm sure the chuck wagon, we all have our that's a little bit too much information for me. That's crazy. Right, that, that, okay, 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 all right. Well, I'll go with that, but I will say this. Say this about Charles. Like he was. I mean, like I, I anybody I think everyone who played in that era, who who's gonna say he wasn't? I I think everybody would say Charles Charles arguably, you know, I mean look, Jordan is Jordan. Okay, I just leave him, put him in a separate, but Charles was without question. And, and, and you know what? I, I I I remember I asked the late Chuck Daly. You and I and I, I played for I, I played for Coach Daly down in Orlando and I asked him. I remember I asked I asked all those guys, Michael Scotty, I asked him. Coach Sir, who you know you and I have had on the show here. He coached, he was there. They'll tell you. Charles was that good. Like I, I I don't think people forgot. It's just, you know, what you see on television. That's who Charles really is. That's not an act. That's why. It, that's why it's so funny and so good. Charles is authentically himself. Has always been. He will say anything. He's always been that way. Like, that's just Charles. Charles is always the life of the party and that's not what you see on TNT. If anything he's toned it down <laughs> you <can believe> it. <laughs> Okay? You can imagine, you know, we we can't say on this show it's, it's 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 for the kids. Charles is that's the PG version what you see on TNT and people think that's wild. Well, come hang out with Charles a little bit after, you know, he tossed back a few <laughs> the guy is just he's hilarious and he, he that's why you love him and and, and and you know what he has a beautiful heart though that's that's the thing he has a big heart biggest heart I know one of like he's one of those guys like plays hard played hard but just a really like salt of the earth he's just a really really good guy so so he's he's, he's entertaining but he's always been that way like you know that's just Chuck. That's why you know he's Chuck. The guy just—how could you not like the guy? Everyone needs a friend like Chuck.
0: Man, legendary. And that's what we got time for in today's episode of the Hoop Cheaters podcast.
1: That's it. That's all we got. That's, that's all we got. How you that's... doing? Could I ask you One thing.
0: Yeah. How
1: you doing? I just want to know how you doing, for fool.
0: Stressed. I'm stressed. Okay. You should be. You should but be. I'm happy. I love basketball. I love this game. I was talking yeah. to our friend at the show, Brevin Knight. He's over here in London, the, the colour commentator for the Memphis Grizzlies. And he and I texted him at 3 a.m. and I said, welcome to my world. And he said, yo, you're crazy. How you do this every day? Because he was up watching the Grizzlies game. He's in London right now too. So he said, how you, watch, how you watching this every day? You're crazy. So I said, listen, welcome to my world. Are games like tonight's game, even though my team didn't win, make it all worth it.
1: Not the Warriors game mo, that was dry. We we mo we all won tonight. We all won. We, we all won. This was this was a classic. Okay, this is one of the games we need to archive right now and say, you know what? When we just when you're feeling down, mo, just go watch this game. One hundred percent. Just watch the game. Yeah. Just um, watch if the game.
0: I'm feeling down, I'm not going to go and rewatch the So Exclusing. But what I will do is <laughs> what I will do is leave read the beautiful reviews that our listeners leave on the apple podcast charts. Yes. because there are some really kind messages there i'm going to show you guys some love and read through them on a later episode but i appreciate everyone who's left the review if you haven't yet feel free it bumps us up in the charts it really helps us and if you're listening on spotify you can leave a review there if you're listening on youtube make sure you subscribe to the channel but once you've done all of those things there's one more important thing that you need to do much like yana or charles barclay back in his prime and that is to get buckets